0: Enjoy the message. And now for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk to you as we go through these 21 days and some other pastors are going to be talking to you about the power of prayer and fasting. The power of prayer and fasting. And listen to me, please hear me. Whether you're on campus this morning or online, if you identify My Little First PH Church as your church, I am calling each and every one of you to join in for the next 21 days as we pray and as we fast. And the reason why I'm asking every one of you to join in is because, guess what, there is power in prayer and fasting. There's power in prayer and fasting. When, when we combine prayer and fasting, something powerful happens in our lives personally. When we pray and fast and combine that together, something spiritual happens in our life. When we pray and fast together, something spiritual and powerful is going to happen right here in this church. Do you believe that? And so that's why I'm asking every one of you to, to join in for the next 21 days of praying and fasting. When we pray together, powerful things happen. When we fast together, powerful things happen. Miracles happen. Strongholds are broken. Uh, spiritual awakening takes place. Revival comes to our hearts. We walk in the power of God, and we become more sensitive to the voice of God. How many of you need to hear God for your life? When you spend that praying and fasting you will be more sensitive to the power of god there is power in prayer and fasting there's a pastor by the name of pastor jensen franklin from free chapel church in georgia he's got a lot of great great information on fasting and he made this comment he said very basically and simply describe fasting fasting means this right here hungering for god hungering for God. How many of you want to have a a hunger for God as you go into this new year? A hungering for God. That's what the Pastor Franklin describes fasting as hungering for more and more of God. And that's what prayer and fasting is. When you combine them together, it's about hungering more and more for God's presence and hearing the voice of God. And I don't know about you, but I want to hunger for God. I want to experience the power of God. I want to hear the voice of God, not only for my in my family, but also as we go forward as a church, amen. There is power in prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting, when you fast, fasting will cause you to go deeper in your relationship with the Lord. Fasting will cause you to humble yourself and rely more and more on the Lord. As you deny yourself, you will humble yourself and rely more and more on the Lord. Fasting will lead to God's will being done in your life. How many would like that to happen? Fasting will give us the wisdom for the decisions that we need to make in our life. Fasting will open the door to experience the supernatural. I don't want us to come into church in 2022 and just say we had church or we open up the doors for a ministry here and just say we had a ministry. I want us to come in in 2022 and through the fasting time, we will experience the power of God working in our life. And we will see God do some powerful things, some supernatural things. Fasting will open a door to experience the supernatural. Fasting will release God's protection and God's provision over your life. Fasting will lead to spiritual breakthroughs. Fasting will lead to bondages being broken. Fasting will release the power and the glory of God in our lives and in our circumstances. In other words, fasting will make a difference. Fasting will make a difference. And I can tell you're excited about it. Fasting will make a difference. And that's why over the uh, next 21 days during this time, I'm calling all of you to join in and let's believe that we will see the, the, the hand of God working in our life, but also working in his church. Listen, we're taking this time because the reason why is because we believe there is power in prayer and fasting. And so over the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing some things and encouraging you from the Word. And today, to talk to you first about the power of prayer and fasting, I want you to turn to Mark's Gospel. Mark's Gospel, chapter 9. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to Mark's Gospel, chapter 9. I have one verse on the screen, but I'm going to kind of put it all in context and read to you some other scripture here. Uh, Just for the sake of time, I had to shorten this, but Mark's Gospel, chapter 9. Really, verses 21 through 29. Now if you're familiar with this story here, this is the account where there's this father who has a son that uh, has this impure spirit, this evil spirit in him and he is just torn because of the situation that his son has been in since childhood. And the father approaches the disciples that were following Jesus Christ, and he was asking them to heal his son. Now, you got to keep in mind that the disciples had been on a ministry tour. I mean, God was using the disciples to uh, cast out evil spirits and to do a great work of ministry. So the Lord was working through the disciples. And so here's this father who is so desperate for his son to be healed and delivered from this impure spirit that he comes to the followers of Christ, these disciples, but the Bible says they could not heal the boy. They could not heal that boy. And then we see in that same account there, Jesus who's been on the mountain of transfiguration. He comes down the mountain, Jesus does, and he sees the commotion that's going on. And he has this encounter with his father and son and he hears the father's cries and tears and we read there that Jesus comes down the mountain and, and Jesus heals the boy. Jesus heals the boy. Aren't you thankful that Jesus heals? And he met the need of that father and he healed that boy. Let me read to you starting verse 21. It says, so Jesus asked his boy's father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out, of, come out of him and enter him no more. I love those two words, no more. Come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him and he became as one dead so that many said, talking about the boy, he's dead. But Jesus But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, this was a little bit later on, the disciples were being kind of uh, following up with Jesus on how everything happened there. And when he had come into the house, his disciples came to him privately. Why could we not cast it out? In verse 29, here we go. So Jesus said to them, This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Verse 29, I read it again. Jesus said, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Father, thank you for your word. And God, we're believing you'll just touch the hearts of everyone here today. Prepare us for what you want to do in us and through us. As your word goes forth, we know it will never return empty or with void. So we thank you for the fruit right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus said this in verse 29. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. He said this because he knew that there was power in prayer and fasting. Jesus is teaching us here that some things only prayer and fasting can achieve. Jesus is teaching us here that when we combine our prayers and we combine fasting together, that powerful things happen. Powerful things happen that happen no other way except only by prayer and fasting. Friend, listen to me this morning, please. As we get ready to launch into this 21 day of prayer and fasting, I want you to go in it with great anticipation and hope, knowing that there's power in it when you pray and when you fast. And there's many people in the Bible that believed in the power of prayer and fasting. The Bible tells us that Moses fasted. Elijah, he fasted. Esther fasted, Daniel fasted, Paul fasted, Jesus fasted, the church fasted. And the reason why is because there's power in prayer and fasting. So what is fasting? What is fasting? Well, fasting is abstaining from food. It's abstaining from food. Fasting is refusing to eat food so we can draw closer to the Lord Jesus Christ and we can experience those, break, those spiritual breakthroughs in our life. That's what fasting is. Fasting is abstaining from food, refusing to eat food so you can spend time with the Lord Jesus Christ and draw closer to Him. Friend, if you take off on these next 21 days and you refuse food and you abstain from food, but you don't spend time drawing closer to the Lord, you know what that's called? That's called a diet. And this is not, listen, we're not on a diet. I'm not talking to you about at the beginning of the year we're going on a diet. No, we are are looking at refusing to eat food, uh, abstaining from food so we can spend more time with Christ and we can experience his power working in us more and more. And I know a lot of you are planning on uh, maybe uh, fasting social media, and I don't blame you. I'd fast that all year long. But I'm not asking you, I'm not calling you to fast social media. If that's what God's laid on your heart, you do that too. But I'm asking you as a church that you would fast food. You would refrain from eating some type of food. And I know what some of you are saying right now. Pastor, I can't go without food. I have to take medicine. You don't have to have a Twinkie to take medicine. You, you, you're, there's some, listen, here's my point. There's something that you can fast. There's some kind of food that you can fast. I love what one pastor said. He says fasting is refusing food so we can feast on Jesus. How many of you are ready to feast on Jesus? So we're refusing food so we can feast on Jesus and we can experience those spiritual breakthroughs in our life. Now, the Bible tells us that there's really three types of fast in the Bible. It tells us that there's an there's a, a absolute fast, there's a, there's a normal fast, and there's a partial fast. The absolute fast is, is no food, no water, I think, if I'm correct, uh, maybe Esther went three days, uh, no food, no water. Uh, the normal fast is abstaining from food, but drinking all water. It might be that you skip a meal during the day where you would normally have three meals. You might could just have one meal. It could be that uh, from sun up to sundown you, you re- refuse to eat any food and you just stay on all water along that time and maybe eat when the sun goes down uh, it 's not, it's not refraining from food from sundown to sun up that 's going to be easy for all of us to do, right? That, that would be a normal fast. The partial fast is the Daniel fast, and that's one that we would probably all be more familiar with here. That would be no no meats, no sweets uh, no, basically, when you do the daniel fast it's it's a, a partial fast of uh vegetables and fruit and water and listen, I'm not telling you how to fast. But I'm asking you to do this. Would you pray about it? It might be that you can combine some of these at different days and do it in different ways. Just ask God. Ask God what he wants you to fast in the next 21 days. And whatever you fast and however you fast, I can promise you this. God is going to show up. God is going to show up. God is going to move in a powerful way. God is going to do things beyond your imagination. And God is going to answer prayer. Amen. I believe that with all of my heart. So, Lord, help us today to be willing to dedicate this time. If you're willing to give it up for God and it means something to you, I can promise you this, it means something to Him. And so we're believing God to honor this fasting time. And I ask you, what are you fasting for? What are you you fasting for in your life? What are you praying and fasting for? What are we praying and fasting for here in our church? Well, on Wednesday nights, you're going to hear more and more about that as we go through this 21 day of fasting. So I encourage you to be here on Wednesday nights as we talk about that. But just a few things I want to share with you from this gospel of Mark that I want to pull in just for the next few minutes, I believe will be encouragement to you. Write this down. Whatever you're praying and fasting for is going to require desperation. Whatever you're praying and fasting for, it's going to require desperation. This this father here in the gospel, the Bible says that he cried out in tears. He cried out in tears. That tells me he was a man that was desperate for a move of God. He cried out with desperation because he needed a miracle. He cried out with desperation because he needed a, a, a breakthrough. He cried out because he needed a divine intervention from God. And some of you today, you've walked through the doors or you're watching online and you're in some desperate situations you are in some desperate situations and you're willing because of your desperation to do whatever it is to see the hand of God move if it means going without food for 21 days and so you can see the hand of God move you're at that place where you're so desperate I'm gonna do it God because I need a miracle I need a breakthrough I need a divine intervention that can only come from you God and I'm desperate for it And God is going to require us to have some desperation. The fast is not going to be easy. You wait till about Tuesday or Wednesday. Wait till tonight. And it's going to require you to be desperate for God to move. It's going to require desperation, friend. And desperation is not just, Lord, you know everything that's going on, God. You know everything about my life. I'm just asking you to show up today. Do it. You can do it. And then walk away no desperation is a father that's crying in tears desperation is when you're you're doing everything you can to get through the crowd to get to the hem of his garment the desperation is when you get on your knees and you begin to to cry out mighty God I need you to show up mighty God Lord God I need a miracle in my life you know Lord the bondages that my family's in you know the breakthrough they need you know the healing that needs to take place only you can do it God I need you God it's been years God and nothing's changed and God I'm believing you right now Lord that right now God there will be divine intervention that only you can do what you can do God and I'm trusting you to do it I cry out to you God you're my healer you're my helper God you're the only one that can do it you cry out with a desperation and I'm not saying that every every prayer that you pray you have to be down like that on your knees and you're crying out out of your heart and crying out with tears in your eyes I'm not saying that it might not go too good at school when you got your exam going on but I'm just telling you, friend, listen to me. When you, when you are crying out in desperation, God's going to honor that. God's going to see those tears, and it's gonna, he's going to begin to move, which brings me to my next point. Prayer and fasting will open the doors to the impossible. Prayer and fasting will open the doors to the impossible. The Bible says here in the Gospel of Mark that J, uh, Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him and he became as one dead so that many said, he is dead. Verse 27, I love it. But Jesus... But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. Jesus is reminding us right there in this passage that prayer and fasting will open the door to the impossible. Prayer and fasting will turn the ordinary into the extraordinary. Jesus said to him in verse 23, he said to this father, he says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. In church, listen to me, please. I know this is kind of a different message, but I want you just to hear my heart as we get ready for this next 21 days. We need, we need to believe. We need to believe God to do some impossible things in 2022. We need God to do some impossible things. We need some God surprises. And we're believing God to do it. All things are possible to him who believes. And some of you walked in here today, friend, and you're in some impossible situations. And my encouragement will be to you, just believe God, believe him to help you and to bring that breakthrough in your life. We believe, we believe that the power of prayer and fasting will change circumstances in our life, the impossible. We believe that prayer and fasting We'll we'll, uh, do the impossible here in our church. And not only here in our church, we believe that through prayer and fasting, God's going to do the impossible in our community around us. We believe that through prayer and fasting, God's going to do the impossible in our nation. Oh, God, let it be so. Hallelujah. We believe through prayer and fasting that God's going to do the impossible throughout this whole world. Hallelujah. Because we believe, we believe. Jesus said all things are possible to him who believes. So God, help us to believe. I believe, and I hope you believe too, that Jesus is going to do the impossible through our prayer and fasting time. For this father here in the gospel of Mark and his son, can you imagine how impossible it seemed to them? It says, how, Jesus said, how long has he been like this? He said, from childhood. I can only imagine. I'm sure there was times during his childhood where it looked like, hey, Maybe things are better now. Maybe things are going to be different now. He's doing better today. But then two weeks later, that same evil spirit is upon him. And and all hope has been crushed. And it seems like over all these years, all the prayers, all the calling out to God, it seems to be impossible. And that might be your testimony today. You might have walked in today and your testimony is it is impossible. I'm in some situations right now. I'm going through some circumstances right now. And it seems impossible. Can I remind you today that with God, all things are possible? Can I remind you today when the doctors say it's impossible and there's nothing else that can be done, that the God that we serve is our great physician, that Jesus is our healer, and by his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Can I declare that to you today? Can I remind you today, when you don't know what to do, When you're at a place in your life and you don't know what to do, and there's some of you, I already talked to you, you're in some transition places in your life on what to do next. And when you're in that place and you don't know what to do or which way to go, can I remind you that Jesus is the source of all wisdom and he is the way maker, friend. He is the way maker. I want to remind you today, whoever you are, and you've walked in today, and you've been fighting all the demons of hell, can I remind you today that Jesus is our champion. He has no rival. He has no equal. Equal. He's our victorious warrior. He's never lost. He will never be defeated, and he's fighting for you today. Hallelujah. He's fighting for you. He's fighting for your family. Glory to be to God. I remind you today that with God, all things are possible. I remind you that when your relationships are broken, And bitterness has filled your heart. Man, God is the God of restoration. Friend, when all you can do is just feel hate rise up and resentment rise up, can I tell you the God that we serve is a God of restoration? That Jesus, he has the power to heal any relationship. I don't care how damaged it is. I don't care how broken it is. The Lord I serve, he can restore those relationships. He can put them back together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is the promise keeper. He promises that if we will pray and fast, that he will hear from heaven and he will heal us and he will help us. Do you believe that today? He promises that with him all things are possible. Prayer and fasting opens the door to the impossible. Last thing I want to tell you here is prayer and fasting will bring glory to God. Prayer and fasting will bring glory to God. Listen to me. The results here from praying and fasting, what happened was there was life transformation by the power of God for the glory of God. Let me say that to you again. Through through this miracle here, we see that there was life transformation by the power of God for the glory of God. This father and this son, they had this encounter with Jesus. And after they had this encounter with Jesus, their, their, their testimony is changed from impossible to possible. This, this father and son, they, their, their troubles and their trials are turned into a testimony uh, that brought glory to God. And I believe that as we get ready to launch off in 2022, I believe with all my heart that God is going to take your life, the trials and the troubles and the tribulations that you're going through right now, and he's going to turn them into testimonies by his power and for his glory. This past Wednesday night, we had a, uh, just a great time in the presence of God here during our FaceTime prayer gathering. We were lifting up the Lord, crying out around this altar. We were sharing the word of God. We were giving thanks to God. We were looking forward and ahead to what God is going to do in this upcoming new year. And there was a word that kept coming up. And it was a word, I believe, given to us as a church, that this would be the year of testimonies. This would be the year of testimonies. That we would see the power of God working in the lives of people. And through his power and through him being glorified, we're going to see testimonies come forward that's going to bring honor and glory to God. This is going to be the year of testimonies. And we give God praise. I, listen to me. I truly believe that everything that we're getting ready to do in the next 21 days is going to have a forever impact on this church going forward. So God, help us to plug into this prayer and fasting time and that we would see the glory of God manifested in new ways and that through the testimonies of people that God would be exalted We give God all glory for his transforming power. How many of you are thankful for the power of God? Listen, friend, he's all-powerful. He's all-powerful. He was raised from the dead. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. He's alive. The same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. It's his mighty power work and power at work in us and friend the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4 20 for the kingdom of God is a kingdom of power it's not a kingdom of talk I don't want to spend 2022 talking a bunch I want to see the power of God working in the lives of people I want to see testimonies come forth where the power of God has changed people friend the kingdom of God is one of power and some of you are here this morning and you need power some of you are here this morning and you need help you need, you need hope You need peace. Some of you need an answer. Some of you need a fresh encounter with the Lord. Some of you need strongholds that are broken off for your life. Some of you need to see the glory of God moving your life in ways you've never seen before. Whatever it is that you need this year, you need to remember that the kingdom of God is one of power. It's one of power. And the Lord has the power to turn you around. He has the power to do far above what we could ever ask or imagine There's power in His name, and there's power in prayer and fasting. And I believe that this next 21 days, we're going to see God's power work in our life, and we're going to give Him all the glory. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come. I want to share this one last verse with you here, talking about fasting. In Isaiah 58, Isaiah 58 is a chapter that talks about fasting. And I encourage you to read it but this is a passage that stuck out to me and I don't know what translation you're reading from but this is out of the New Living Translation I just like the way, the way it was worded here in Isaiah 58, 9 Isaiah, we're talking about praying and fasting and calling on the Lord calling on the Lord and he says this right here when you call when you call the Lord will answer when you call the Lord will answer not he might answer or maybe he's going to answer, but when you call on him, he will answer. Do you believe that today? What a powerful encouragement. And when I read that verse right there, I, you know, I'm not trying to hype things up more than what they are, but I really believe that I as I was praying over this and praying for you, that some prophetic things began to just fill my heart concerning this family here at Mount First PH Church. When you call, The Lord will answer. When you call, the Lord will answer. Some of you have loved ones that are unsaved. I believe the Lord will answer. Through the power of praying and fasting, I believe as we call on the Lord, the Lord is going to answer. You have some some children that are lost. I believe the Lord will answer and they're going to be saved. You have a mom and daddy that are lost. I believe the Lord is going to say. You have a friend, somebody you care about, that's lost. I believe the Lord will answer. Some of you have loved ones that are in addiction. Some of them are addicted to heroin. Some of them are addicted to crystal meth. Some of them are in alcohol addiction. And they need to be set free. The word for you right now is the Lord will answer the Lord will answer. The Lord will, if you will, if you will de- deny yourself the food and you will devote yourself to seeking after God through 21 days, I don't know the timing of it, but I believe through the power of God's word and what he spoke, I believe the Lord will answer. And I believe those ones that are walking around in chains, I believe the chains are going to come off, they're going to be free, their hands are going to be lifted, they're going to be part of the army of God, and God is going to use them in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Let it be so, God. some of you need healing in your body the Lord will answer some of you have been battling depression anxiety panic attacks the Lord, I I believe the Lord will answer The the Lord will answer the Lord will answer sister, brother, whoever you are if that apply, the Lord will answer this one right here I'm telling you, the Lord laid this on my heart several times over this past weekend. Some of you here, some of you married couple that are here, you've been trying to conceive a child. The Lord will answer. The Lord will answer. The Lord will answer. Thank you. He's going to make a way. Some of you here and you're in a financial situation and maybe you've lost your job or you just need God to open up a new door. The Lord told me to tell you, he, he, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord will answer. The Lord will answer. Some of you have been praying for years. You've been praying for years. Praying for years. And seen nothing happen. I've seen you at the altar crying. Your heart out. I've talked to many of you and you've told me time and time again. I've been praying for weeks. I've been praying for months. I've been praying for years. Can you imagine how long this man had prayed for his son? Year after year, year after year. And then we had an encounter with the Lord. The Lord answered. The Lord answered. And I believe that through these 21 days, the Lord, what you've been praying for for years, I believe the Lord will answer. The Lord will answer. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to this time with great expectancy, great excitement, because I know God is going to do something powerful. He's going to do something powerful in you. He's going to do something powerful in me. He's going to do something powerful in this church. And it's only going to come by prayer and fasting. There's going to be some things done that only Jesus can do, friend. And that's why he's going to get all the glory. It's going to be asked, how did that happen? When did that happen? How could it be? And the testimony will be, we'll stand. It'll be the year of testimony. And we'll be seen. I don't know. We give God all the glory and give God all the praise for what he's done. Hallelujah. Let me ask you this question before we pray. What do you need God to do in you? Come on. What, what, what do you need God to do in you? What do you need God to do in your life? Can I tell you this? That you have your list and God has his list. I don't know about you, but I want, I want to work from God's list. He has some things that he wants to do in your life in this new season, this next season. What is it that he wants to do? My encouragement to you would be pray and seek God about it. Have, have, have some things that God has put on your heart. Here's what I would encourage you to do. I know this is very practical. Listen to me, please. It's the year of testimony. Whatever you're praying for, don't be general about it. Be specific about it. If you need God to do something, Lord, I, I need you To set my brother free from hatred, bitterness, brokenness. Set him free from the alcohol and the drug addiction. And I'm being specific, Lord. This is what I need. Lord, I need you to heal my daddy's foot. And I want you to pray specific prayers. I want you to give them to God and write them down. Write them down. I'm telling you, make your list. Lisa and I have already talked. We have some specific things. I was jotting some stuff down last night, putting it there together on a list that I can pray specific things. Many of those things for you. Praying for you. And that way you can be ready to give Jesus all the praise and glory when those prayers are answered. That way you'll be able to stand up here with your list. And you'll have a a but Jesus testimony. It looked dead for me. It looked dead for my family. I didn't see no way forward. I saw no hope. We've been praying for years. But Jesus.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. But Jesus. He turned it all around. And I give him all the glory. I give him all the glory. You write them down. You be specific. And you be ready to share. And give God all the glory hallelujah it starts first friend by you surrendering your life to Jesus would you bow your heads nobody looking around it's a new season and the Lord is here today to talk to you about where you are spiritually friend I'm not assuming anybody is saved I'm just talking and preaching the gospel to you that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God And the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of life, eternal life, comes through Jesus Christ. And if you will repent, a time of refreshing will come from the Lord. If you'll receive Him, to all receive Him, He came to right, to become children of God. Friend, it's the most important decision that you will ever make in your life. And God's been speaking to you and tugging at your heart for some time now. And you know, you know, you know what you need to do. Will you surrender this first Sunday? Will you surrender and say, here I am, Lord? Maybe you need to make a new surrender to God. Maybe you've been walking with Him before and you've drifted away from God. Or maybe you've never made a commitment to Him at all and you're ready to say, here I am, Lord. I want to make sure heaven is in my future and I want my life to bring glory to you, God. I want to live for you. Nobody looking around. And you want me to just to pray for you because your heart is to commit yourself to Christ. Would you just lift your hand right now and say, that's me. Come on, would you be willing to lift your hand and say, that's me. I see your hand in the back, ma'am. I see your hand, sir. Is there any others? Is there any others? Come on, just a few more seconds. I'm here to commit my life afresh to you, God. I'm here to surrender all to you. Those that lifted your hand, you can just pray to the Lord just say Lord I confess to you that I'm a sinner and I put my faith in you today Lord you took my place on the cross at Calvary I deserve that punishment I deserve that judgment I deserve that wrath that was poured out but you out of your love you took my place you're the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world thank you Lord for forgiving me of my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness God come into my life today Lord I commit myself to you. I make a decision today to commit my life over to you. And I will follow you. And I will believe in you. I will trust in you. Change me, Lord. Change my life. Thank you, Lord, that you conquered death, hell and the grave, and that you're alive. And I believe and everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I call on your name right now to save me. Change me. And I thank you for that home in heaven. But most of all, I thank you for that relationship I have with you now. That peace I have with you now. I receive you into my life. Come on. I repent of my sin. I turn from it. I admit it and I quit it. And I turn to you. And I receive you to be my Savior and to be my Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Would you all stand with me, please? Hallelujah hallelujah I trust those that lifted their hands made that decision here's what I want us to do we got just a few more minutes I know I've unloaded a lot today on prayer and fasting but here's what I believe just for the next few minutes I'm asking you if you feel comfortable we're believing God to do some great things in 21 days but why can't we believe God to start right now Come on, why can't it be a new season right now, a new season of miracles, a new season of peace, a new season of power? Why can't it start right now? Some of you have walked in today and you need God to do the impossible. Why can't that happen today in your life? I wrote this down. I think I have it on the screen. Let's believe for 21 days of power that will move the church forward into this next new season. Father, Lord God, we thank you that you're a good God who loves us and cares about every need in our life. And we come to you around this altar today, God, and in this church. And God, we just declare to you, we believe, we believe, we believe, God, for the impossible. All things are possible to him who believes. And Lord, we're believing there's a right now work taking place in our hearts, and our minds, and our souls. We pray right now, Lord, that you'll prepare us for whatever it is that you want to do in our life, starting right now. That, Lord, there would be a full submission and surrender to your perfect will in our life. That, God, that we would live in a way that would glorify you and honor you. God, I pray, Lord, over these next 21 days, God, that we would seek you. Lord, we would seek your face. And God, that you would help us to refrain from food. Whatever it is that you've asked us to pray and fast about, God, help us, Lord. And God, I pray, Lord, that through this time, that, God, there would be a great excitement and anticipation and expectancy, God, knowing that, Lord, you will answer. You will answer. The Lord will answer. Friend, whoever you are, whatever you've walked in with today, whatever seems impossible, just declare it right now around this altar by faith. Believe in God, that He will answer. The Lord, the Lord will answer. The Lord will answer. I'm leaving it here, Lord. I'm giving it all to You, God. God, You know the desperation in my heart. And God, I'm believing for the impossible. And I'm believing for Your power to work, God, that You would be glorified in everything, God, through our lives here and through this church and through the kingdom of God is a power. Thy will be done on earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray.